Uh, ready? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really not looking forward to this one. Okay. <laughs> I've never not looked. I've never dreaded a podcast more than this one. Okay. This is the first one I've looked looked forward to. <laughs> Welcome to the Bronx Sheer Basketball Show. I'm your host, Nathan Callanan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined by my swinger co-host, <laughs> JL Jack Lynch. I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore him for the whole show. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Can you get like a team's background, you know, you can like set an image <laughs> and I'm just still and I could go home early? Oh Life's good. Be happy, mate, for once. Oh. All right, I'm with JL. JL, how are you? <laughs> I'm okay, <laughs> mate. Do you know how fucking excited? I wore my Boston jacket to work yesterday. Yeah. Fucking very proudly. Boston socks as well. <laughs> and people were very happy for me. Ah. Oh. I, walk, I walked in and got a standing ovation, hugs and kisses. <laughs> They gave me a new contract because they were like, oh, we're proud of you, mate. And people bowing down to you. Oh, mate. The players were there. They they cheered me off. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a left break. laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't even know how to start. But basically, the Boston Celtics. Should we start? Where, where, where would you like to start since we last spoke? Do you want to start with the Celtics or do you want to get there? Jalen Brown in the NBA draft <laughs> Pick three <laughs> uh, Was Tatum picked three as well? Yeah oh, Ow Ouch That one And that was <laughs> Mark Fultz. Not only you got Tatum You got like a pick out of that yeah. as well You get one or two picks Romeo Langford <laughs> But that turned into Derek White Derek White Far out Alright so, since we last spoke, the all of the round two matchups have concluded. Yep. And whoa, some big things happened. The two finalists, uh, the two NBA finalists of last season, the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks, have both been eliminated in the second round. The Philadelphia 76ers were eliminated by the Miami Heat and the Memphis... That's right, though. You get another first round banner. <laughs> Another one to hang up. <laughs> second round. Oh, wait, no. We lost the second <laughs> round. We haven't... I'm not going to get into us yet. When did you last win the second round? 2001? When we made the finals, 2001. 21 Jeez, years that's ago. That's a curse. 20, that a curse. 21 years. Um, and, like, we probably weren't even good enough to win then. <laughs> um, And the Golden State Warriors defeated the Memphis Grizzlies, eliminating them... No surprise. Not by 50 points in Memphis because <laughs> Memphis fucking in game five beat them by... Um, they. I, don't, I think it's, it always does at these big margins, but it was 55 at one stage. Mm. Or was that yesterday? Maybe that was yesterday. No, no, no. no, no, it, no. Was, it was big. It was 55 at one stage at Memphis. Anyway, so... I was, I was at work that day. And the TV was on behind me and I just didn't even look at it because I was busy. I was actually doing work for once. Um, and... So I was like, fuck, look at the score. And I turned around. And I was like, fuck. That was a good series anyway. Good while it lasted. Because I thought Golden State were up by like 40. Oh. And then game's finished. And I'm like, and I didn't didn't watch any of it. Didn't you know? It was 
And I'm like, all right, so Golden State versus who? And they're like, what do you mean? It's game game six is over. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Golden, did, did Memphis come back and win? And they're oh. like, no, Memphis was up. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. believe it. When I checked the score, I was like, oh, I'm just going to chuck on the game. And you're not going to chuck on a game that's got that score. No. Anyway, so I went to chuck on the game and they were up by 40 points or something. And I was like, I was like, what the? I was like, holy fuck. I was like, what the fuck? Unbelievable. And it's, yeah, just home court matters, which we'll get into soon. It's my only hope it at the really moment. It really does. Um, yeah, so that, so that series, I mean, let's just briefly recap. We both predicted that the Warriors would just get it done. That happened. Um, in game six, the the Memphis Grizzlies took it to the Warriors they again. Put a good fight. I reckon they would have won in seven. I, I that might just be me recency bias with that game. It's hard to ignore that game five in Memphis. As in, no, I don't think the the Warriors in game six didn't break a sweat until yeah the fourth quarter. Yeah, they didn't. They really were like, yeah, we're fine, we're fine. And just turned it on. And they didn't... Yeah, they... Then it was a 12-2 run in a two-minute period. Yeah, Memphis were just staying in touch. Anyway, so that happened. They closed them out. Memphis will be back. They're very young. Yeah. Um, They're missing Jar as well, so... That's right. So that happened. The Golden State Warriors returned to the Western Conference Finals. Shall we stay in the West? Let's do it. I'm just going to avoid the East as long as I can. Mate. Un- what the no, fuck no, 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 is no, no, that? No, 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 no. Okay, so... Uh, so this is a very depressing podcast for me for obvious reasons we'll get to when we get to the East. But in one way, this is also a very vindicating podcast for me. Now, I've loved the uprise of the Phoenix Suns, but one thing, and if you um, always tune into our podcast here, what have I been saying for the last two years? Phoenix Suns are going all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have been saying star power in the NBA is superior. And unfortunately, that is the reality. And I'm a type of guy that I want to see the highest quality, even if it meant that we were living in another reality where team team um, powerfulness, <laughs> team power was better than star power. I want the highest quality, whatever universe I'm in. And in this universe that we live in, Star power players. You needed like a lesson on analogies. <laughs> I know. I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst <laughs> analogies. Star power players, the best players in the NBA is the highest quality team. You want the best product. Yes. At, at the end. And last year, AD got injured. That happened. Kawhi got injured. That happened. The Nets, Harden and Kyrie got injured. I've said this all a million times. And they've said that the Bucks and the Suns both walked to the easiest finals that in recent memory. <laughs> um, the Phoenix Suns, man, they can't beat Luka Doncic. One guy. One guy. And we'll get to him in, in a second. We've got so much to talk about. But it's going to be a late dinner tonight. Right? <laughs> it is going to be a late dinner. Let me just ask you here. Is the, is the window closed for the Phoenix Suns? It's closing quickly, quicker than people would have expected, but it's still a jar. Let me just say this. It's been two years of all these injuries. Kawhi's back next year. Ben Simmons, sorry. Ben Simmons, Joe Harris are back next year. Uh, LeBron. I love I, that you apologize when you mention Simmons, do you? I know, you hate him. Um, uh, Murray, MPJ, back next year. Um, LeBron and AD will be healthy. 
LeBron and AD will be healthy. <laughs> Anthony Data Davis, maybe not. <laughs> LeBron and AD will, ha- will be healthy, and I just can't help but feel like, like, and we'll start to preview this soon in the off-season talk or whatever, I can't help but feel like something's going to go right for the Lakers in the off-season in terms of the Re- Westbrook deal. He's either not going to take the team option and walk, or they're going to find some crazy good trade that I just know my three, life some three teams goes back. Anyway, everyone's back next year. No more playing around 2021 and 2022. Yeah. So here's my answer. Hell yes, it stopped. And we're just seeing the start of Luca. We're just seeing the start of Luca as well. And he's only... What has he got? Bertans? I know he's got players. But he's got a very good team. Like they've, The roster construction of Dallas is very, very good. It is. But the, win- the, the window's closed. The win- that, the, not the Bucks. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... F- Fully include the Bucks in this conversation. I'll get to them. But the Suns, sorry, but it was nice. When Chris Paul went to the Phoenix Suns just before last year, right? Mm-hmm. I was one of the guys who was like, why is it? Why has he gone there? You know, they're not going to go to the finals, I said. I remember saying it. They're not going to go to the finals. Why is he going there? And then, and also, I, pro- I also remember saying Chris Middleton is not good enough to be the second best player on a championship team. Oh, he definitely is. He, he is not. He is not. You know why the, these things happened? It's because KD's uh, shoe size is too big. <laughs> foot on the line. And also, um, the Celtics re- weren't ready. That, that's just the East. But more so KD stuff in the East. Um, and then in the West, where the, the sort of the, the duos and the trios of stars, there's more of them. They were all That's hurt. part of the NBA basketball, though. Who, who's won a championship without an asterisk? I know. Name but, one. But there's, there's like five asterisks in these last two years. I maybe six. Maybe even six. Chris Middleton, definitely good enough to be a second option on a playoff team. You, a championship team. You have undersold him for too long now. No. I said earlier, whoever comes out of Boston, Milwaukee, is my pick for the championship. Yeah. Milwaukee weren't far off winning a championship, especially if Middleton's playing. Or beating Boston. If Middleton's playing, yes, there's a good chance Milwaukee get through Boston, and they would be my pick for the NBA championship right now. But if, if Kawhi playing. and MPJ and Murray and LeBron and AD, if they're all waiting, what's your verdict then? And count that as last year as well. Are the, are the, I think they're bloody close to those teams. Like yeah. I think you don't realize how good this Bucks team is. You haven't played them in a seven game series yet. They are terrifying. I know they're very good. And I know Giannis is worth the, the bill. And so, as a trio... Oh, sorry. You know, it, as a trio... Yeah, but nah, sorry. I'm, I'm trying to convince myself. No. They it, are... They're still not better than what the fully nugget... Fully but nugget. no one's fully healthy. You can't keep going back to who's fully healthy because but no one exceptionally is. exceptionally in these last two years... But that's what I'm saying. No one is. It's not like, oh, Kawhi did his Kawhi did his quad or whatever that was in the Spurs against the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Or it's not like, you know, all those injuries that every team, as you're saying, has. There's always an asterisk somewhere along the way. Yeah. Like one or two. Everyone's been down these last two years. Everyone. And only one team's won it. Someone's got to win it. You know, but I'm just saying that, like, even if, like, two of those teams that weren't down last year and then again this year... Weren't down. I'm saying we wouldn't even have Luca in the Western Conference Finals, as good as he's looked. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, this has been an exceptionally injury-prone two years. 
and I've said that for forever on this podcast. And I know no one likes to hear it, but it's true. Like, it's in front of our eyes. The Phoenix Suns finished eight games above a second in Memphis Grizzlies. 64 wins. Why aren't they these world beaters? Because the world beaters are truly the star players at the end of the playoffs. I think the reason, part of the reason why Phoenix didn't win is A, because of Luca. And we said initially, for the Mavs to win, they need to slow the game down, which they did exceptionally well. They just brought the ball to the court, looked for a mismatch, and attacked it. But part of the issue, and I don't think this will get credit enough because no one likes to make excuses for the team that just lost. They like to just hang shit on them. But Phoenix lost in the finals last year, copped a lot of criticism that blew a 2 nothing lead, and they came out this year and thought, fuck it, we need to win it all. They went way too hard in the regular season where Booker missed time, CP3 missed time, injuries were piling up, and not once did they think, hang on, we don't need the first seed, we don't need to win you know, win the West by eight games. Let's play Chris Paul tonight, let's get a backup point guard, give him rest, he's 37 years old. And they didn't do that because they wanted to dominate the regular season. Game three of the first round against um, the Pelicans, Chris Paul's got his hands on his knees, absolutely exhausted. This wasn't a team that was ready to play a deep playoff run because they were physically and mentally exhausted, whereas Dallas has had a, much like Boston, had a shocking start to the season, turned it around mid-season, and they're all cylinders firing right now. And that's why they're energetic, they're playing quick basketball, smart decisions, and that's what Phoenix couldn't do. So I don't think it's necessarily that Phoenix... I think Phoenix are better than what they showed during this series. Mm. If they run it back the exact same next year, but were smart about what they did in the regular season, had a few more acquisitions into it, not even better players, just allowing Chris Paul to rest, allowing Devin Booker to rest, I think they make more noise in the playoffs than they did this year. They did play shit in the four games they lost, of course, right? But And I understand what you're saying, I understand your reasoning, but I just that's just one big... For me, that's just a big nothing, a big nothing cop out. Like it's it's valid. It, remind, not, it reminds me of the twenty sixteen Warriors. They were so caught up in the whole thing, winning seventy three games. No, but we're on different pages on that again. I know, but that's the. I just think because they were just exhausted by the time the playoffs came. Yeah, around. but I also just it's the same thing. I just think that LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love, actually, you know, my feelings are better than them. I actually think, as I said, if KD never went and if LeBron, if everyone was healthy, I know I keep bringing it up, but it's just the truth. I'm just I'm just saying it how it is. Those guys, those Cavs, for me, were better than those Warriors. And those Warriors won in 2015 because of the injuries. Fine. Um, Asterix. 2016, for me, we got the real one. And 17, 18, they got fucking KD. Talk about who's better, KD, Steph, whatever, but they got KD. Um, I don't... This fucking fatigue stuff, at the end of the day, like, I still think fully rested. Um, and also, the, the mid-season trade, not that this is fully about Dallas, I'm talking down on Phoenix, but the mid-season trade of getting rid of um, Porzingis. Porzingis yeah. bring, and bring that's in, why they were rejuvenated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I just, I don't really, I don't really buy into they lost at home. No, I'm not saying that's the only reason. I know, I, I, Dallas were 100% the better team during yeah, the series. Yeah, and they lost by 1,000 points. I'm not points. saying... But you're, I don't think they're worth discrediting saying their championship window is closed. Well, I just think that is because... If I, they run it back next year, 
Yeah, and then Kawhi and MPJ Murray and LeBron and AD come back. Come on. You're going to level with me. There's just no denying that those guys, let's just go the Clippers, their, their depth, and the, the Nuggets, the, let's go those but two. We might never see them healthy again. That's the thing. Are those two teams? Yeah. Well, that's fine. If they're not, if we're going to live in a reality where... Which we do, which, where people get injured. No, 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 no. But players come back. Kawhi's yeah. had a huge, huge injury before and then came back and won finals MVP. I'm just... I think you, you just credit teams when there's, a, there's an asterisk. You are over the top, whereas there's no team that's ever won a healthy, healthy final series. Not, this is exceptional. Is it not? Is it not exceptional? Probably more so than usual, but yeah. I still think they're championship caliber. See, I don't. I don't at all. Not in a real time. No. This is a real time. That's your no, issue. No, this is exceptional. All right, that we're four, going around in circles. What's next? Teams. What's next? Let's talk about the games. Four teams. All right, anyway, well, the gist is that... Um, well, see, this is what I'm talking about, though. We're going to keep going back in circles. I just think that Devin Booker is here, here, here. It's very similar. For me, he's in a similar class to Tatum, right? Oh, boy. Hold on. Here, 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 here. But I've always felt like there's something like a... It's like he's doing... <laughs> these analogies are bad, or these are these statements are bad. These spikes that Devin Booker gives us... Imagine that it's him, though. It's not like a, a graph. He's <laughs> um, jumping on this trampoline of form that he gives us. The trampoline's made of paper. And <laughs> How good is that? And, and here's I the thing. I don't know where you come up with it. And here's the thing. I think that Tatum also gives us this spikes of form. But I think that Tatum's trampoline... Is made of whatever trampolines are made of. Anyway, this is the worst way of saying they're inconsistent. Inconsistent, but I really do trust Tatum to step up. And now it's for me, it's like, for me, they're in the same class. And now it's like, nah, Tatum is, and not just about winning, it's about watching them play. What did I say to you last week? Last week I said, if Phoenix is going to really put the foot on the throat and show who they are against Dallas and Luca's coming because he was fired up. Devin Booker needs to be 1B to Luca. We established that we both think that Chris Paul is the, the second best player in the series. Mm-hmm. I said Luca is 1A and Booker needs to jump over Chris Paul, play his 40-burger uh, NBA Finals two games you know, um, best and how he played against the Lakers last year. Step up, be one B to Luca. Be going like they were going at each other with the words. Go at Luca with your ferocious play, Devin Booker. And I just think that I don't know if it's the Kardashian curse or what it is. I just think there's something about Devin Booker that now I am. I'm just I'm selling. <laughs> I can't a believe little preview after the what we've seen over the last three years. Mm. You actually had them. Tatum and Booker in the same tier. Tatum has been far and away the better player. Tatum goes through, just like Booker, Tatum Tatum's, goes through months. Tatum is so much better than Booker. Tatum goes through months. And he's proved it. He's proved okay, it. Okay, but Tatum goes through months. His playoff record is so much better than Booker's. I know, but Tatum goes through months of being fucking shit and lids on the basket. And because he does, he, in the past, I reckon he's growing with the, some other elements to his game. You know, the, the, the long twos and stuff like this is the Wiggins type sort of stuff. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? He's one Tatum, of the best defenders for his position as well. 
He's phenomenal. He's so anyway, much ahead of Booker. This postseason right here is the one where I'm like, okay, Tatum is truly like launching away from whoever the Booker class is. Tatum is closer to Luca than Booker is to Tatum. Um, right now, I'd give you that. But let, nah, Luca, man. You want to start talking about Luca? Whoa. How good is this guy? Let's just, we're about to get to the East. But so for me, Booker shit. CP3, I don't know. Now there's the report that he was injured. He's 37. This is what I'm talking about, man. We go back in circles. I don't think that CP3, even at 30, he was going to, at some stage, at some stage, he was going to start showing his age. Mm. Finally did. I do not think that moving into next year, is he even 37? However old he is. He's 38 next year. 38. Moving into next year, they're not a championship contender. I think, no way. in terms of just CP3 in his own play, he played bloody well this year. Like his, his, <laughs> his production was great. And I don't think he's necessarily going to drop all that much. But he can't keep up with his minutes. And that's why I said earlier, they need to get a point guard and they need him to play 20 minutes a night, 25 minutes a night, and just rest the entire season and then do his thing in the playoffs. But when I, men- I mentioned earlier that Dallas had a fantastic roster construction and part of it is that they've got shot creators. They've got people that can put the ball on the floor other than Luka. Yeah. So Dinwiddie can get to the basket. He can create for himself, can create for other people. Jalen Brunson's the same. On Phoenix, you only have Booker and Paul that can do that. Yeah. And Booker's not even an elite playmaker for others. He might get his five assists or whatever it is. But he creates his own shot more than anything else. And the issue with them not having another point guard, they've got Campaign who plays in spurts and he's high energy, but doesn't he's not the best facilitator or anything like that. He doesn't run an offense. Chris Paul is being overworked right now. And that's why you're not getting to see him at his full potential right. And I, I he's totally serious. I'm not trying to like discredit that. He was pathetic in game seven. Yeah. But if they want to run it back, and I think they should try and run it back to get the most out of Chris Paul for one, maybe two more years, you've got to put these things in place. So when the playoffs come around, he is as fresh as a daisy and he can play 40 minutes a night and put up 18 shots. Yeah. But you can't have him having these nights where he goes four of four of 10. He needs to be shooting the ball because he's so good in the mid-range. But the issue is because he's trying so hard to facilitate for everyone else, he's just gassed. Yeah. I just think it's... Be- I truly think it's... What you're saying there, I think it... Um I think it doesn't work out that way ever. You know, like this guy's 38. Like we never even see this anyway. This guy's 38. So let's, you know, they need they need to put money and assets. They need to plug up some other places. You know, we saw that um, Shamit and Cam Johnson can be a bit of a liability in the playoffs, mm. you know, despite Cam Johnson being so good in the regular season. What do I always say? You can't be, you can't have one skill. Yeah, so I don't know. I just don't think it's going to... I think that's the end for Phoenix in terms of championship contending with... Honestly, with Chris Paul. Let's see what they do with the whole, you know, the, you know Robert Sava or whatever their owner. He doesn't like paying people. That's their past. Um, what's happening with Aiden then? What's happening with Aiden? What's happening with Booker? They, they need to pay Aiden. And what they else? cannot afford to let Aiden walk. And what else are they going to do? Um, so he's got a, he's a restricted free agent. Yeah. I don't know. Someone's going to offer him a max. And Phoenix needs to pay him the max. I don't think... Uh, no, I don't think they will. There's no better option out there. And this is a good... Because they've got his bird rights, they can afford to go over the... Like, they can pay him Did you this. see Monty Williams? 
What do you say? They're like, oh, why did um? Oh, he said it's internal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They said, why did uh, Aiden only play seventeen minutes in this game? And he just goes, it's internal. He's nah, he's gone. Which is they're hoping that someone offers him the max, and then they're not gonna um, match it. Which is stupid. Um, the best the best case scenario, I think, is a sign and trade, which is of hard. Course. Which is hard to pull with restricted free agents. Of course. If they can't get that to work, mm-hmm. you got to sign him. Make it work from there. Yeah, I that like know. the way you like the way you build a championship team is by overpaying guys and making it work. What about this trade CP? I might bring it up. Honest. I might bring it up later in the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if they can get a good return for him, then definitely because he's still got three years left on his deal. He's going to be forty odd when he's you know paying and getting paid thirty odd million. If they can get him for a good bar, you know, for good return, then yes. But if, for example, they don't win it next year, but his production's the same, mm. you're better off running it back one more year and trying, and then trading him. Yeah, but it's, you're probably not going to get anything better than Chris Paul for one more year. If, for example, this is their window. Yeah, if they believe they can win it next year and they keep eight and they run it back then there's no point trading Paul until next year because there's time on the contract. So I just um, said that Aiden has a, um, you know, he's a restricted free agent. Yeah. Obviously, he's young. I'm just looking up Devin Booker's contract. He is... Devin Booker's contract, I'm pretty sure it's... Oh, no, he's um, he's only got two more seasons, it looks like. Okay, so it looks like Devin Booker has only got... Yeah, two more seasons. CP3's got three. That's not enough. Because what I was going to say was... Because if you've got Devin Booker in a a spot where he can't ask out because there's Mm. too many years on it, I was going to say, trade CP3, for example, to the Lakers, take Westbrook on a dead year. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Take Westbrook for the dead year. And then get $47 million in expiring. That's right. And then get the cap space for... And say that to CP3 and DeAndre Ayton... Um, say Westbrook's gone after this year and then we're going to get someone else. Anyway. But with Booker only having two years, you can't piss him off now. No, that's right. Anyway, they're in a tough spot and they especially are. because they're, that Robert Sarver isn't a historical generous man. No. Um, also being investigated for yeah. something that I can't remember. But let's see if he's even the owner. That's the Suns. For me, the window's closed. They had a two-year window. I'm just going to sneak it in again. They had a two-year window only because everyone was injured. It was nice. It was fun. I love the Suns. I went to Phoenix, said it many times before. I had a great time. I want to go back. Awesome city. But the big boys are coming back next year. Let's. So that's the West. Let's start off with the Sixers and then we'll get to you. Um, I just want to say that I, when we went 2-0 down because of Joel, I was like, as I said to you last week, I was like, yeah, nah, he's health. Let's actually just, you know, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> And it's not that when we lost, I was like, oh, you know, I had hope. Because I was always expecting, as I said mm. to you, I was always expecting actually us not to come back. It was that we lost in a manner of no one tried except the guy with a broken eye and a torn thumb and Tyrese Maxey. And that's about it. Like, really, let's be real. And Maxey's young. Like, he, do, he tries in spurts. You know, he's yeah. still learning when to how to fully go 100%. Joel Embiid, man, I'm in love. I'm in love with him. I'm in love with Joel Embiid. 
the guy with the broken eye and the torn thumb and who's concussed. I, I've never had a concussion, but I hear people say... Not fun. People say that it's you don't feel normal until like two, two three weeks later. If Mine that. wasn't that bad, but it, it rattled me for a bit. Come on, man. Like, what a man. Anyway, so that's what killed me. I was bloody depressed after we got eliminated because especially in that game six in Philly... No one, uh, and James Harden, no one, deja vu, no one fucking gave a fuck. And even Doc Rivers, Satan himself, was sitting there in the, you know, NBA wired or whatever, the assist. And he's like, bro, he's like, come on, guys, come on, fight for this, fight for this. And look, I actually prefer an X as an O guy than that. I, I don't really care about that. But that just is like another layer on top of the cake, man. Like, fight. You're in Philly, fight. Um, Joel said it after the game and all the players said it after the game you know all the players everyone, you know Doc Rivers everyone we're, we're just not as tough as them Joel's like you know what we never have a PJ Tucker and how many fucking times have I said that we never get yes we we, we got DeAndre Jordan <laughs> we never get a good fucking free agent or you know what I'm saying we, they never come to us and I get that we're not fucking Miami whatever but Joel's right we never have a PJ Tucker you know, we had Jimmy for Somebody's a bit. grit and grind. Yeah, we had Jimmy. Like, who the hell's the last tough guy we had? Anyway, but we just... I mean, Philly, like, apart from all my emotions, we need wings. We do not ever have wings. We need wing shooting, wing defense. And that's, and, and that's about it. And now let me get to the point where we start just quickly mentioning... We've got a long summer ahead of us, but... They cannot offer James Harden the max. If they offer James Harden the max, I think we might have to stop the podcast. <laughs> I think after last year... He's 33. After last season where Ben Simmons copped an absolute beating from mm. Embiid and Doc Rivers in the, game, in the post-game. In the post-game... Now you're on look, Ben's side. No, no, no. I'm not. I know, but that wasn't it. an absolute beat. Doc Rivers was... And partly out of context, but like... In that situation, you support your guy. I know. I Why know. the fuck didn't Bead throw Harden under the bus in that situation after the game? Like, mm. and that's the I I know you love him, Bead, and I hate the way he plays basketball. But like, he's a funny guy, and I don't hate him as a person at all. But like, he's got to be smarter than that. After the shit that happened last year, do not throw James Harden under the bus right now. Mm. And he went out there and was like, "Oh, he should have been more aggressive." And it's like, for, like, when will you learn? How many times does this need to happen? Like, he needs to take some responsibility for this team. Not for the losses, but he needs to be a leader. The way Giannis was after game six. Yeah. But that shit means so much to teammates. And if you want to get a PJ Tucker, they are gonna they need to know they're going to play yeah, for someone. Well, I'll give you that. They need to know they're going to play for someone that will support them through thick and thin. And, you know, it's only two times this has happened. It's not like this is a recurring thing. It's only a small sample size. But if, for example, it happened again next year, People are like, fuck, I do not want to play with that bloke. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, and I'm not just jumping to his defense. Again, the full quote, the Harden yeah. thing. So, but you can't, in the NBA, you can't afford to have something that can be taken yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. He, after a game, uh, you know, after a series loss, it's, I stand, I, I think he was playing with the best of his yeah, ability. Yeah. Hopefully next year, his hamstrings, you know, blame it on injury. Say whatever yeah, you want. Yeah. But don't say, yeah, he needed to play more aggressively yeah so he so the the well i thought the one that you're talking about is when he said 
I think people, I think we were, we were all, this is, yeah, yeah it's not that yeah. great. We were all expecting Houston James Harden. Yeah. He then goes on to say he's like, he's just not that guy anymore. He's a really great playmaker. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. just the truth. James Harden's going to fucking tell you that as well. He's yeah. just not the same guy. He, it, like, if he would say, I, you know, I'm the same guy I was in Houston, he probably would, fucking hell. Um, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, I reckon in that situation, you say, like, I'm under the belief that Harden's the perfect teammate yeah. to make this team go all the way. Mm. We'll just have to, like, we'll have to work together in the offseason to tweak a few things and work out how we can exploit mismatches. You know, say just something generic. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where his issue is, is that most guys give two sentences and he gives six. Yeah. And yeah, it le- he, it, he leaves these opportunities for then the media to create all this shit, which it might not cause an issue between these two. Yeah. But it did last year. Yeah. And it has before for other players. And it's like, you can't, Give the media this opportunity. That's what they want. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, we James Harden has a player option for like forty-seven million. He's opting in. You reckon? I think it's forty-seven million. It's forty-seven. Yeah. That's fucked. I think. Okay. I can't imagine. Like, say he doesn't deteriorate. Say he deteriorates a little bit. You know, it's another year. Another bit, bit of mileage. Say the next year he's ten percent worse. You know he's putting up by the end of the season maybe sixteen and ten, and yeah. then you know has another playoffs like this. He's still going to get twenty million a year for four years from some team. Yeah, someone from will. Some team, someone yeah. will offer it to him. And that's and and uh, so the positives about opting in, having him for one year, forty-seven million, apart from fucking cap space, whatever. Um, one huge positive is he's going to be looking f- to prove, you know, hopefully, fuck, he's going to be 34 by the end of next season, I'm pretty sure. Um, if he does want that more contract after that, he's got to prove his it's healthy. a contract year, mm. as they say. So that's one big thing. And then if we just totally want to get off him, and he, you know what I'm saying, we can get off him. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm actually wanting at the moment, so definitely not the max. I don't know if I'm wanting us to offer him like three, four years. I think that's probably best case scenario. 20 million. I think 20 million is too well, much. Well, I think he'll get 25. Yeah. 25 is not that much anymore. Yeah, I know. It's less than Tobias. <laughs> Tobias, Tobias is gone. Yeah. Tobias is gone and I'd say Mathibal. Mathibal's gone. Um, oh, man, everyone. Sorry, what am I saying? But in terms of trade, those guys are gone. Mm. Um. I'm sure, especially because Joel, I think it sort of pub, was public, Joel was going after Beal. Joel wasn't really going after Harden. That was more Maury. Yep. Joel was going after Beal. We heard Andrew Bogut say that, you know, he heard that it's happening, blah, blah, blah. Surely, Maury, Joel, they're going nuts. Anything they can do to get Beal in this offseason. That's all I can say. Not, not, not that the Beal might be necessarily the answer, but I don't think he... I, I'm going down the route at the moment where... Obviously, the NBA chops and changes, but my thought process at the moment is two all-NBA-type players, elite role players, is the best recipe for a championship now rather than three all-stars or three all-NBA-type players and then just having the weakest roster of all time. Yeah. And I think if you had Harden, Embiid, and Beal, there is some glaring weaknesses in that lineup. But we would also have Maxi. And just one more guy, and then minimums. This is where and I'm talking about the, the minimums. And that's where you would need a PJ Tucker. But in that lineup, no one's a great defender except Embiid. And not, yeah. I, I don't think he's a worse defender than he used to be, but he's doing much more on offense now, so he can't be as energetic on defense. 
Yeah, I know, I know. So, but he's still, yeah. I just think that team could so easily be exploitable. Yeah, all you need to, you, 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 you have. I feel like you need to go. You know, Maury, he's going to want that in a playoff series. If you're coming up against them, it's like you get through that front line and you just put put Embiid into the pick and roll all day, and he's going to be exhausted by the second quarter. Yeah, his fatigue's always been his biggest criticism, and you just get switch after switch and go at him. He's going to be done. He won't be able to perform on offense. Yeah, and I think that's where the issue is with these you know super teams that people are creating now. It's just that. Players can only do so much. And with the three ball, players are running so much more than they used to. You know, they're moving further. The miles they're putting up on offense and defense, you know, is so, like, I would love to see some actual data on it because there's a reason players are so much more fatigued. Like, free throw percentages, I reckon, have probably dropped in the last probably eight years as as three-point percentages increased and three-point field goals have increased. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so that's Philly. I won't keep going on about him. I am depressed. Just when the NBA season, when your team's NBA season ends, man, like compared to other sports, it's horrendous. It's the worst. Oh, I think it's kind of nice. Empty feeling. No, because it's nice. It's I, I way- don't mind when it's like. No. When, when Boston lost game five, right? Yeah. We're down 3-2 going into, we blew a lead going into Milwaukee. I was like, season's done. I don't care anyway. <laughs> like, And it's kind of like, whatever. I don't, I don't have to be invested anymore. Whatever. It's fine. And you're obviously you're lying to yourself. Yeah, that's right. But it's kind of just like, oh, well, I never cared. No, <laughs> you're lying to yourself. What I was going to say was, being real, is that compared to most sports, uh, you know, I don't follow MLB and I don't follow NHL or any other sport that plays nearly 100 games a season. So uh, uh, NBA is my only sport that is bloody pretty much 100 games a season, including yeah. playoffs um, or 90 whatever games a season. And when your team is playing three, four times a week for six, seven yeah. months or six months, man, it hurts when it ends, especially it ends bad. It just stops. It just, it goes from you're playing, your team's playing three, four times a week for six months and then all seven months and then it, it just, no more. I was trying to explain to my housemate. No, they sort of get how it works. There's no, no issue with that. But like we won game seven and I'm pumped up. It's, you know, they're getting ready to go to work <laughs> and I'm fucking jumping around the house pumped. And they're like, oh, I was like, the season just could have ended like that. And I'm like, yep. And I'm like, now potentially there's 14 more of those. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what? like, it's bizarre that it can be extended so yeah. much further, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so that bloody hurt. But, and in terms of Miami. Miami, um, you're good. And like, we've undersold them all year. No, 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 no. They, no. They're not great. Let's start. Let's start. They're like, a good team. Because uh, I, I want to talk about the Bucks as well, but. I just want to say, I said it last week, and I stick to it. If everyone was fully healthy, so Joel um, at Middleton, the Miami Heat, as of as of now, as of last week, were the fourth best team left of the four teams left in the East, and I stand by that, man. I don't care about the game uh, five and six. We were classic putrid. It's classic Philly. This year is the off season that we know that it's you know it's not just Ben or whatever. I mean, I wish Doc was going, and it looks like he's going to be kept. But we need a clean out. And what I'm trying to say is, we're just classy, old, classy, classic old shit Philly, you know, around Joel. You guys aren't that. Milwaukee's not that. His Miami team struggles on offense. They're great on defense, but they do not have like real full-on offensive weapons. Their biggest Jimmy's dominating at the moment. 
Yeah, but even that, I don't reckon he's... So people go, oh, Bubble Jimmy, all this bullshit. And I do also want to comment. You see he's after... You see oh, Tobias Harris over me. You see that walking back to the line? We chose anyone with half a brain. We chose Ben Simmons and Brett Brown over Jimmy Butler. They, those were the not agreeing parties. Um, that was obviously the... Yeah. At the sorry, no, no, no. It's now, in hindsight, the wrong choice. But And so you're not the right guy to talk to because you hate Ben Simmons. But... It was, it was that wasn't unpopular at the time. It was the that was so There was definitely the, some debate on it. That was such the right choice to choose Ben Simmons, who was looking like turning into the next Magic Johnson at that time. So he anyway, so anyone thinking, Oh, Tobias Harris over me is such a clever um shout for Jimmy. I like Jimmy, I like his grit, I like all the stuff, but I'm so sorry. I thought that was fucking funny when he said that. Just like I didn't, because it's not true. We chose Brett Brown. But like if, if Brown, did Simmons. that to a team, you'd be like, who cares a fucking No, you're hilarious. saying that, but it, when it doesn't make sense, I don't... I don't. I mean, they could, if if they didn't throw all that money at Tobias, they could have made it work with the three of them. Jimmy, Jimmy and Brett and Ben did not like each other. It was Brett and Ben. Yeah, I know, but like they... We, we would have signed Jimmy if he was all in with Brett and Ben. Simple. simple. I reckon there was a way to make it work. Even the way he's spoken no. about it afterwards. No, no, no. He hated them. He hated. I mean, he hates everyone. He hates fucking I know, but Minnesota. He, yeah. he hated Chicago. I reckon there would I'm, have been a way. Because no. he, he, him and Joel got on so well. Yeah. If the money was right, and uh, yeah. they could have made it work. But the high, Joel's wasn't ever... Um, and he's never been, maybe more recently, he's got him more and more. But he's still never been someone who... Chimes in. Chimes in on the decision making with the personnel. The gist was... Brett Brown and Ben Simmons or Jimmy Butler. It wasn't about... Tobias Harris was just, oh, yeah, you're there and we're dickheads. We'll give you a max. It wasn't, Tobias. Anyway, so I'm just... I'm not... I know I'm sounding like salty, but I just think, come up with something better. Come up with something. No, it was fucking hilarious. That was hilarious. He could have said... If he had said Ben Simmons over me, whatever. I don't know. For me, that would have been better. Ben Simmons over me, if... Maybe it's more of a higher class of knowledge... Because we chose Ben Simmons over that guy. That sucks. Anyway. Ben fucking Simmons. Sorry, but the Miami Heat, their biggest weapon is the home court in this series. Um, I truly don't believe in them. And I we talked about it last week. You even agreed with me. Because we both don't think that they're going to win it or they've got a shot to win it. So what are they doing? As in, so, so, what, sorry. I mean, like, they're nothing... They're nothing special. I think Boston will beat them in five or six. Mm. I'm very confident. And this is the part that I didn't want to get to, but we're here. The Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, a lot of people have been saying that was the finals. Yeah. And you know what? I would almost agree. I'd probably agree. Can I just get something from you first? Middleton plays, they win. Yes. Most likely. Yes, likely. Of course. I... The w- the way that Miami, so the way that Milwaukee killed us was the ball in Giannis's hand, and obviously putting the ball in Middleton's is fantastic, and he's so good in the shot clock and just creating his own shot, and even defensively not having Grayson on the floor will help. But we are Boston is the best team in the NBA at defending jump shooters. Mm-hmm. We killed KD with that, and. We guarded Giannis one-on-one for most of the series. So I don't see why... You know, having Jalen Brown... But there's still an effect. If you, yeah, if, of course. Of course. Yeah. But like, I don't think... If you're being drawn out, 
then that guarding of Giannis feels less like two guys are on the side. You know, like him going at Grant yeah. Williams. Even Grant Williams or even Al Horford or even the two bodies, it's nothing for Giannis. It's more the fact that it was just Giannis. Drew Holiday isn't... It was the, what it, I don't think it would have changed Giannis's game. It was taking shots out of Drew Holiday would have been the best thing for Milwaukee. A bit of that. I think so it, look, it helped Giannis, of course. He's a, Middleton's a shooter, yeah. stretch the floor. But... They had Grayson Allen out there who shot like shit anyway. That, I but think, because yeah. he is a good shooter, and they had uh, Pat Connaughton out there who dominated. He played so well this year, he's shooting the ball. So I don't think our defenders were cheating off those guys because mm. they're like, oh, they're not hot. Because they're such good shooters, we still like respected them. So I don't think Middleton ends up stretching the floor any more than he does. It's the late game shot clocks that, you know, situation that that's where it makes a difference and taking the ball out of Holiday's hands a bit more. And the Middleton, Giannis pick and roll is deadly. And I thought the... Uh, holiday Yana's pick and roll was like they didn't go to that enough but like I'd say most likely they'd win but not as the way people are talking about it it's like oh 100% I'm like I think we would defend him quite well yep but the fucking Boston Celtics the Boston Celtics mate I fucking hate it I can't believe this I can't I'm, I'm having nightmares let me say the statement I think the Celtics are going to win the championship <laughs> I talked about how they're <laughs> gonna beat Miami, and for me, it's for me that I don't know if I, we said this last week, but for me, it was Bucks Celtics and Mavs Suns. Yeah, those were the two actual conference finals. No disrespect to the other teams, but it is what it is. And here we are, Mavs are through, and they're playing the Warriors. The Celtics playing the Heat. I just think Steph's not himself. I think that Clay's championship defense has gone. Uh, Draymond took a lot of shots in game six, mm. only because he had to. Yeah, it's not the plan. Um, he, he played the Grant Williams role. They, they, the defense allowed for it, and he did what he needed to Luka do. Luca is very, very good at um, what is he good at? The thing of uh, keeping your keeping the man he wants on him. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, the easy switch that Draymond Green talked about on his podcast that uh, Phoenix were giving Luca mm. the easy switch. It's not that easy with Luca. He he's gonna he's Luca. We didn't get into him, Luca, man. Luca is well. Luca. Yeah, you went on a rant about how the other teams were healthy. You didn't even want to talk about your favorite player. Luca, man. Luca. And I remember, remember, like a couple of years ago, I was like, he's not better than Paul George. I was so high on him so early. And I you refused to believe. I him. still think that Paul George is very good, but Luca, man. I'm I'm, I'm I can't even say any words. Luca Doncic, top five, all time, gonna be. No, I'm saying right now. Oh, right. I don't even know. But I'm... I'm oh. oh. I don't know what to say. Inclu- you spent so long arguing about fucking MPJ and always plays with their healthy. Yeah. Distracting yourself when you could have been talking about your fucking fantasy boy. <laughs> My fantasy boy. Anyway, but Luka Doncic is amazing. For me, it's going to be Mav Celtics. What about you? Celtics Warriors. Yeah? It's been a long time coming. I feel like this should have happened a long time ago. You think that what we just saw, and so you're the Phoenix believer, I'm the trash mm. Phoenix. You think that what we just saw from Dallas and from I just Luka, have this feeling. I've just got that feeling. I don't it's know just why. A feeling? It's just a feeling. But take the feeling away. Would you, on paper, think that Mavs are better? As in when I say on paper. I think the Mavs match up like probably better than anyone else in the West against the Warriors, mm-hmm. which would... Suggest then that they will probably beat the Warriors. 
but I'm just you got the feeling. I've just got the feeling. See, I've just I've just had this bad feeling all series, all playoffs long about the Warriors. Something's off. Something's off, and I think it's Steph. Steph is slightly hesitating lately. As in, even when he drops... He's not his, as quick as he once was. He doesn't get as open as yeah, he Yeah, even when he drops his 25 or whatever, even when he's just that, that's just that relocation three, it's like he thinks about it for one millisecond more. And that's all. That's the only way I can describe it. I don't know. Steph is a little bit off. As I said, Clay's defense. The two best teams left or the two best um, ceilings of power. I like to talk about ceilings. Ceilings of power is Luca and the Mavs and the fucking Celtics. And that's when I think when we get a massive clash between you two. I think that Luca will do a bunch of stuff. The Celtics will do a bunch of stuff. Tatum will do a bunch of stuff. The Celtics defense will do a bunch of stuff. But the defense and Tatum... Look at my Italian hands. <laughs> the defense and Tatum right now... We sorry, we haven't talked a lot about the Bucks Celtics. But I thought you did that intentionally. You just didn't want to talk about it. No, no, I was gonna swing back around. You love getting. Distracted Here's my by statement. Yourself. Here's my statement. I do love getting distracted by myself. Here's my statement. I need to. I need to make sure you have a script now and just <laughs> stick to a point before you move on. The game six. The game six of the Bucks Celtics series was the winner. That was the winning game. When Jason Tatum made those four buckets in a row, we had no, we had no right winning that game. He, it's like the Bucks were like, oh, hey, we're, the, the Bucks were clawing. They, they, it was fourteen points again, that dangerous fourteen in te- with ten minutes to go, mm, like it was in game five. Yeah, and they got it to four, and, and just the ball went. got blocked on the baseline. I think it was blocked. Maybe it was knocked out of bounds, or whatever. And this baseline ball, and we sub Tatum back in. Two seconds left on the shot clock, whatever it was, and just catch one leg fade away, yeah. swish, and from that point on, it was game over. <laughs> he he won the series in game six. Game seven, um, they did that thing that they did in game one. The Bucks, they're just like, uh, we're gonna let everyone shoot. We're gonna let the Celtics shoot threes, especially Grant, Grant Williams. Williams. Did he make seven or eight? Seven. It was a Kaliolinic special. <laughs> it reminded me so much of that. We're game. gonna let you guys shoot threes in game one. You missed them all. And then we're going to go down the other end and we're going to miss all our threes. Uh, that's the game plan today. And Giannis has carried everything, so he's going to be a bit tired in the fourth quarter today. He was... His, game seven. was his second, second half? Like four or 16 from the field? Yeah, and he, he was, was just missing... Yeah, he was fucked. And that's where you need Middleton. Yeah. And on another podcast... Oh, we still have a little bit of time. Can I just bring up also... There's people been saying... I'll call out Ben... Uh, ben. Bill Simmons... Um, I saw somewhere like a quote of some, something him saying, and the people have been saying, running into Giannis now in the playoffs is now like running into what Le- running into LeBron. Oh, fuck, people are so early. Oh, people are so early. Oh, well, here we are. We're in agreement. No, eight finals in a row. <laughs> like people, and I've seen so many posts about this, which is on the other side. They're saying, did LeBron's dominance make people forget how hard it is to win? Yeah, like. What he did mm. is unprecedented for a reason. Yeah. He, if he's not the best of all time, he's the second best. And the, he dominated. People thought the East was weak for years mm. because he just trounced them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he leaves and it's good again. Oh, the East is so, so much depth. When, um, when Giannis, what was I going to say? When LeBron... Yeah, sorry. So it's all... Oh, fuck. I've lost what I was going to say. But anyway... 
Giannis all, isn't that guy. It all, he, not, sorry, here's what I was going to say. Giannis is the best player in the world right now, yeah. I would actually say. He, he, right now, he actually sort of He's has, the player I fear the most. Yes, he, he's probably the best player in the world out of all the players. However, and I'm sorry, but let's circle right back around. KD's shoe size last year. And it's not about KD's better than Giannis right now, but KD's shoe size stopped that from being a three when he had no Kyrie, no Harden for basically the whole series. And then all the other injuries in the West. So don't get me started on Giannis won the championship last season because everyone was injured. Everyone was injured. Um, and now it felt like mid-series Bill Simmons that you run run. Well, you just don't. I mean, if if Giannis was LeBron, LeBron wins that series. Yeah. LeBron, yes, without Middleton. LeBron on any team in the East this year wins the East. Yeah, this year you're as in, as in like, the, like um, 20, yeah. 2018 LeBron, yes. last time he was in the East. Yes. If you put him on any team in the Eastern Conference playoffs this year, mm-hmm. they're winning the East. Yeah. That's how good he was. Yeah. Um, Giannis is not that. I'm not... Giannis I'm, is probably the closest we've seen in terms of dominating offensively and defensively and being... Yeah. You cannot do anything to stop him. You yep. hope the other players don't show up. But you actually can. This is, And this is I mean, what you, I said. You, yeah. you can, you can yeah, do this stuff, is, but... This, yeah. And this is the, these are the, these little parts is when I get in and say, you know what? And you, you did to an extent. We defended him better than any other team in the NBA. That's could. right. And, and his true shooting percentage was worse than KD's in round one. And how much shit did he cop? Yeah. But ultimately, he still got up 33, 15, mm. and 5, or, or whatever it was. And that's what you know LeBron of old used to do. No matter how much effort you put into stopping them, they still get their own. And yeah. you've got to live by that. Yeah. You're just not letting him get 55 and whatever. And as, yeah, as good as the numbers were, yeah, as you said, LeBron instead of Giannis there. And it doesn't have to be about that, but I'm just saying, don't say that. Don't say that. We we said this always. People get so excited to crown the next player Mm. that then we get overhyped them and then tear them back down. Yep. So I don't know what the East looks like moving forward, you know, with all these. Southeast win six. Championships um, in a row with the, <laughs> with you know the Celtics and the Heat and the Sixers and the Nets and hopefully everyone getting healthy, everyone making smarter decisions in Philadelphia. But I don't know what it looks like, and maybe Giannis will go to the finals for the next how many years? However, I'm sorry, but I I know it's circumstantial and injuries and stuff. But this last two years, and he just got knocked out. You can't start to even create that narrative, Bill Simmons, and say that Giannis is that guy that just pushes you back when you Boston's run into the best it. team in the NBA though. He lost to the best team in the NBA in my mind. Boston is the, well built at the moment. Like, so, yeah. so okay, so let's also I don't want to I don't want to keep going on the negative talk, but I always have to. I feel like I'm the only negative person in the whole world. Boss team a uh, boss team. Boss team. That's a great name. Boston has been the best team in the NBA since mid January. Mm-hmm. They are right now and they should deservingly win the championship, which feels like poison on my tongue to say. Still got eight games to win. Don't don't get too excited yet. No, I'm not excited. I'm I hate Miami. <laughs> I hate Miami, and I'm praying. I'm going to be praying every night. They're playing tomorrow. Yeah. When when you guys hear or see this episode, we'll know who wins game one. We'll know who wins game one. I think Miami will win game Miami, one. Miami will because win game Boston one. is fucked. Yeah, of course. That game seven hangover. Miami have had the extra days off. It's in Miami. Plus, they didn't have to play Giannis. How many players hit the floor in the Boston series? That's right. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was, yes, Boston best this, Boston best that. 
But can you... You're not going to come around, are you, to say that if everyone was healthy, you the Clippers are better than Boston. They're, the not, they're not there, though. I don't care. Okay. They're not there. Ah. Doesn't matter. They're not there. If you're not healthy... I would so say it if the Sixers were in your position. Bro, I'm so sick of this. I hate it every year when people say it. Availability is the best ability. If you're not healthy... Like, you know what? If Boston didn't lose uh, Gordon Hayward, maybe they win two championships already. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. Serious. Serious. So that's why I can't just keep chucking on Astro. Who gives a fuck? If you win, you win. It doesn't matter. You nah. can only play what's in front of you. No. I just need you to, I'm, it's not like I'm not like you celebrate any less I'm not saying you'll enjoy it any less I'm just saying you've got to at least level and admit that that boss you, you right if, now if I'd seen this healthy, healthy Clippers side then maybe but I, we haven't even seen them they don't exist <laughs> how many in the they last, did, in the last well, they did six, exist in the last six years how many healthy how many games has, um, has Kawhi strung <laughs> together in a row it doesn't oh, exist um, it does exist. He's You're on... too obsessed with this. I'm not. It's just... <laughs> anyway, okay. I'm sorry to have touched your Celtics nerve and spoil your party. Anyway, I do think that the Celtics... I mean, we can talk this about... This is what happens when you spend a whole podcast talking about what-ifs. <laughs> what? Let's talk about the series. Anyway, uh, we haven't talked too much... About anything other than what-ifs. <laughs> <laughs> about what-ifs. But basically... The Celtics are the best team left. Like, what else do we need to say about the series? I don't... I think that maybe... Um, <laughs> sorry. No, I was just trying to think. But I think that um, Grayson Allen... I think that Grayson Allen... I know they didn't really have much options. You know, it's just George Hill and Grayson Allen. But I don't know what Grayson Allen has on um, Mike Bordenholzer. Does he have, like, his nudes or something? Just refused to take him off the floor. Why did he continue to put Grayson Allen on the floor, even in Game 7 when it was so clear that he was just being hunted and slaughtered by the Celtics? Did you have a set, was it two Ofa games he had this series? Or the, was it like close to any? Like just That was a big question. Um, he couldn't hit water if he was on a boat. <laughs> Bobby Portis was nice. He played all right. Obviously had that... Game-winning put-back. Mm. But I think, the obviously, they were missing Middleton, but they need someone else that can create a shot. And that's what I said why Dallas got through Phoenix. You need shot creators more than anything in the playoffs and people that can facilitate. And Boston has Tatum, of course. Then the next probably one would be Brown. Then you've got Smart. Horford can do it as well. Yeah, you got four blokes that, at any point, can you can put the ball in the hands. And you know they can get a good look, whether it's for themselves or someone else. Then Peyton Pritchard comes in in these minutes and can get to his spots. But more importantly, because defenses know that he wants to put up a contested three, he can f- pass it so easily. And I know he's a, he's just a bench point guard, and you know he's no different to Cameron Payne, who I didn't count earlier. But you like Peyton Pritchard, but. <laughs> Knowing you can get that from guys, yeah. When after, but that needs to be—he can't be the third option for creating offense. He needs to be the fifth or the sixth, and that's the difference between these teams that are successful or not. You can't yeah. have three guys standing there waiting to catch a corner three. Yeah, much like Milwaukee, and what kept them alive in these games and the, the game six, or game five comeback was because Pat Connaughton was putting the ball on the floor. Yeah, he wasn't just settling for these threes 
You need people that can go and just get a basket. And that's what Milwaukee missed this this season. That's what Philly missed this postseason. Yep. That's what Phoenix have fucked up. And honestly, that's why I'm not that scared of Miami and why Golden State don't scare me either all that much because they've only got two or three guys that can do this sort of thing. Yep. All right. Well, the Celtics, I hate to say it, but I really do think that the Celtics are going to win the championship. You're not really a betting man, are you? What's the, um, I what used are, to be. What are the odds? I haven't even looked at them. I was speaking to someone um, yesterday, and I think it was James Lee. Shout out, James Lee. Big and, fan. And he was, he's a big fan. No, I'm, just saying I'm a big fan of him. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, and he was saying, I'm like, check it. I'm like, check what the odds are. I'm like, Celtics will be favorites to win at least the East. I don't, I, he actually checked. This is Australian bookmaker odds, but they're normally related. He actually checked, and I think the Celtics were third or fourth to win really? the championship. Yes. Shit. Um, but to win the East, I don't know, actually. Maybe I'm wrong, but surely they're. No, no, no. That's that's actually now. Now I'm thinking about it. Now I think that might be wrong. Maybe it's like the Mavs. But anyway, they've got to be the, for me, they've got to be the favorites. They've been the best team since January, as we said. They've got it all worked out. Kawhi's injured. Uh, <laughs> Um, and I just if you pull this on any other podcast, fuck me, I'm walking out of here. <laughs> I'll pull it mid-finals. <laughs> I'll pull it. Ju- Hopefully, we we record just before like you're about to win it. I'll say if you guys win, it doesn't count. <laughs> um, for me, it's going to be Celtics Mavs. I just think I'm excited for this series. I really, really do hate Miami, but I'm going to be trying to. I like Jimmy, so I'm going to be Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> What's home court at the moment in terms of for the finals? It'd be Miami. Then Boston, then Golden State, then Dallas. Dallas. I think. That'd be the order, wouldn't it? I think at least. Yeah. You know, you'd have to... I'm not 100% sure. It might not be, actually. You know, because the West had some more wins than the East. That could be very influential. Anyway, I think we've gone long enough today. I think we'll... Uh, uh, we, we did come up with a segment. The segment is called... What is the segment called? NBA stock exchange. Oh no no, NBA stock market. And we were go- we already came up with them and we were going to um talk about players that we're buying as in we're buying the love for players that we're selling our love for and players that we're holding on to even if they might look a bit shaky at the moment. At least I hope that's the way you looked at it. Mine are going to be very out of date by the time we get to it. <laughs> yeah, so we might need to refresh it, but we will do that next week. We've gone too much. There's too much to talk about today. The big eliminations. The injuries from two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we will do the NBA. There needs, there needs to be like a six-month limit of what you're allowed to talk about and what you're not allowed to talk about. <laughs> Joel should have won Rookie of the Year, Malcolm Brogdon. Go to Philly and give it to him. There's a timeline where Philly has Jalen Brown <laughs> and Jason Tatum on their team. And LeBron James as well. He would have signed with them if he hadn't beaten no Why the fuck did he sign with the Lakers anyway? He won a championship. It worked. Yeah, that's why he signed with them. <laughs> Let's not get into it. But surely he knew AD was coming the year after. Oh, 100%. 100%. That was all planned out. Anyway, let's not go into it. I will cry about Philly forever. We will do the NBA stock market next week. That'll be our segment. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Bronxshire Basketball Show. JL. Tell, tell it, everyone can in the comments can let Nathan know that you're sick of bringing up old injuries. <laughs> I can't wait for next season. I can't wait for next season. When, Kawhi, when Kawhi's injured again. <laughs> Kawhi, Ben Simmons.
if he ever comes back. He's not coming back. Who have you feel got injured? Poor Danny Green. We yeah, didn't mention him. Danny Green. Al- his career done. LCL. Have you heard of an LCL? Lateral collateral ligament. Oh, you don't know the name. Well, you know the name. That's what they all sort of stand for. Oh, anyway. Medial. He, Al- Anterior. <laughs> LCL and his ACL both gone, which is sad. That's the one I haven't done. And that's I've the done the other ones. <laughs> um, which is sad because that's his career. He's thirty-five, and he's on an unguarantee with the Sixers. That is his career done and dusted, right? Yeah. There. You Do you know why? He was such a solid. Because your big man goes to ground so easily because he is soft. You know what? I love that he does that. It's not because he's soft. It's because he's active. He's he's like a. There, I, li- I liked this playoff series because it did call out how often he flopped. Yeah, whatever. That play where both him and Harden went down on the same one? Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Anyway, too much Sixers talk like always. How do we always get to the Sixers? I, I wonder why. I need I need to make sure you have a fucking dot point list of things we're allowed to talk about. <laughs> and you can't anyway, get off topic. So you think five Celtics against Miami? Celtics in five. I'm confident. Mavs? Six at worst. Oh, sorry. Warriors in what? Warriors in seven. Warriors oh, that, that's going to be a fucking dog fight. And I just think Warriors are going to get up stupidly because I'm just I'm scarred by that fucking team. Yeah, I'm going to go... It's like never bet against LeBron until you see I reckon six under. Boston in five or six and Mavs in six. In At home. Ooh. Mavs in six, I reckon. Yeah, Luca's too good. Luca's too good. Anyway, that's the Bronxshire basketball show for this week. We'll talk to you when the Boston Celtics <laughs> are, are continuing their playoff championship run. We'll be four games in by next week, I reckon. Yeah, we haven't checked that. But oh, imagine a sweep. Imagine it's, a sweep. It's every second day. If you guys win tomorrow, Tuesday, that'll be fucking Friday, huge. Saturday, Tuesday, four games in. You guys, wow. Anyway. Thank you for joining us. We will talk to you next week. When he's sticking you and taking all your money.